Hi again, this is Pretend Wizards with John. I guess Game of Thrones is back on tonight. Maybe I'll watch it. Roxanne. Easter Alcalotl is fun to say. Brittany. I had a really good one about Cheer Snow and I forgot. God damn it. Dana. (laughs) Telling my students that I'm not their friend is really fun. (laughs) And Raphael. I'm not like other girls. I like things like Harry Potter. And the Legend of Zelda. <laughs> oh no, Rocky! What if she? What if she listens to this and gets two hundred and fifty <laughs> episodes in? Three hundred still works in. there. <laughs> you just wait. You could, this woman's heart is going to be broke three years from now. Yeah, there's going to be some real drama at work. <laughs> okay, so do you guys remember what happened last week? I bought some plants. No. Bought some plants. Yeah. Dealt with Snooty Centaur. Yeah. Traumatized Snooty Centaur. I traumatized Centaur. him, yeah. Oh, did. did you traumatize him? I ripped yeah. the plants out of the ground oh, so he would yeah. sell me stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and we threw something in a dumpster and set it on fire. Oh, yeah. I was going to. Oh, yeah. I was like, did they finish combat? I couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we finished Yeah, you, like a dumpster you, fire. And we even named the dumpster, which, man, now that I realized that I should have named that episode after what we named the dumpster. What did we name the dumpster? I don't remember things I said. I don't. <laughs> you named the dumpster. What did I name it? I don't remember. Dumpy the dumpster. That's a little too specific for me. <laughs> dumpster make dump face. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title. Um, and then Roxanne went home and there was evidence someone had been there. And then I assumed it was somebody that I know that was friendly and then cleaned up rotting flesh yeah, that was left some of over. your craft projects uh really should have cleaned them up after you were done but you didn't sometimes i forget how like quickly meat rots seriously <laughs> why don't they rot when they're can on you the even people, smell? though of course i can oh what do you mean of course you can you're well, a I robot can, you can I just can... take your nose off anyway well, Giant, <laughs> yeah. oh my god so robot racist yeah um, and then Shira did not play. Nope, so we're going to start with John and we're going to start with what Shira has learned, you know, after waking up from binging on privacy. Okay. Just trying to learn the truth. The truth. Okay. Which will probably get nothing. Who knows? Um, so Shira, your eyes flutter awake you're uh, seated at um moira's old desk a small simple thing of hand carved wood depicting a uh a sort of glen forest in its uh seat in itself like just a very gentle relief all along the sides the light from the windows barely filters in You can tell it's morning from the taste of the air around you and from the thin slats of light that managed to make it to the desk. But mostly, it's the same darkness as it always is, your windows choked and curtained with foliage, barely able to see more than a foot away from its glass surface. It's fucking trees. As you wake up slowly, grumbling to yourself about the trees, how it's totally not your fault... Um, uh, you see there's already a cup of hot coffee on the desk for you, as well as a light breakfast. Still warm and piping, as though it's only just finished being cooked. Perfectly in time for you to wake up, too. Drink the coffee. 
and then finish reading whatever I didn't read. Okay. And leave the food. um, From reading these books, um, what you generally learn is that you, Shira Snow, um, heir to Winter's home, um, like next in line to lead the family of Snow, you, in fact, knew the least of what was going on. This diary by Moira details that many, many years ago, she stumbled into um, the room behind the library that you've only just found and discovered um, what your family was involved in and was inducted into it. God damn it. Much of the journal um, doesn't detail the exact specifics of what's going on, um, but simply talks about a an effort by um, the Unsealy to right some wrong that occurred long ago, something that had prevented and removed the fairy from our world where they belonged. Okay. At least that's what you think. It's actually a little hard to tell. This is the way it's worded or? It's sort of the way it's worded, but it's also the way that Moira's uh, journal is worded. Though many of the like small snippets you get from the real life tell stories of trying to like um, help the the fairies and such as that most of the journal is actually taken up by stories simpler simple recountings of ancient um fables about fairies um you can see written in the margins like these stories are obviously like written down by moira and then written in like a separate like color still in her hand are like notes where it seems like moira was trying to from ancient fables find um concrete information okay does it like talk about like the akushke in there and uh you flip through it until you do find uh, a story about like the akushke yeah but I, I would obviously look for the other fairies that we've like pal and them i assume that they're probably in there as well do you remember what pal is he's a will of the wisp oh yeah Roxanne, no, yeah, Palace of Will the Wisp. Yes, there are stories about Will the yeah. Wisp in there. Okay. Um, Should I not have said that? No, it's okay. <laughs> no, thank you. You just get to flex I, on John. That's fine. It's, oh, yeah, that happened Teamwork. literally like four years ago. I'm sorry. Teamwork. Um, you've, you've interacted with Pal pretty often, though. Like, it's like your first family. I haven't ally. interacted with Pal in literally like two years. Well, that's true. Um,. I what is it? I was like looking at the old clips from like some of the uh past what is it? Um charity streams and I was like I saw one where like I still had like the pink hair and it was like in Hades town. <laughs> and I was like, Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Jesus Christ. We lived there for a whole year. <laughs> yeah. Sorry guys. Um Well no, that was a charity stream from two years ago. Oh, it was Jesus. from like a year and a half. Ago. Yeah, a year and a half. Okay. 
I am going to um, get up, put the journal in my pocket, um, and go to uh, the main the main room looking for nettles. Um, okay, so you put the journal in your pocket, open the door to leave uh, Moira's room, and uh, Nettles is there waiting for you, stiff as a board, erect and at attention with respect. We need to deal with these trees. I see. And how would you propose we do that, madam? Mm, I'm afraid without a gardener that might be difficult. I think we need more than a gardener for this. We need an enchanter. Are you sure? George was quite accomplished. Mm, Maybe, but uh, I think we need something magical to deal with this. Um, Do you think you can get a hold of anyone that the family has used in the past? Obviously, there's a lot more that's been going on behind my back than I knew. And uh, we obviously have some sort of connection to someone that could probably help us deal with this. And if not, then put a bounty out of a thousand gold to deal with this problem. Well, your father and mother kept their contacts quite close to the vest, but I can certainly put a, a bounty for proper gardening out. I don't know if proper gardening is going to work so well. Um, A landscaper, perhaps? (laughs) A deadly Uh, landscaper. uh, Just like Rambo with some clippers. Let me... Can you please do me a favor and send a message to... uh, Wait, does Pal have a... Marble? Oh, does Pal have a marble? I don't know. Did you guys give? I feel like you might. Yeah, have, yeah. I, think so, yeah. I feel like you every are. major people that are like kind of your allies, I think they all have marbles. Mm. I think it's like Pal, MacGuffin, um, the uh, Odette has one. Odette has one. What are they called? Dawn's Knights. Yeah. Have one. Oh, yeah, I Dawn's still. Knights? Dawn's Knights do have one. Do I even have a marble? No, I don't. That was so weird because we really do? didn't interact with the do Dawn's Knights. Well, very much. because you actually just, um, which is not what I expected you to do. Um, we like redirected their. No, you didn't redirect anything. You just completely uh, submitted to them. Did we? Yes. I feel like we just agreed to work with them. You agreed to work with them. You kept them in the loop and you committed no crimes. Oh, yeah. Their whole danger is that they were extremely lawful and you guys are assholes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you were just like, okay, no, we'll do, we'll do this by the books. And then you did it by the books. And you also utilized them as allies. Yeah. So, like... Yeah, it was a little... Maybe I should have figured out a more interesting way to do it, but you, like, kind of neutralized them so effectively <laughs> that it was, like... Okay. Nothing for them to do. Okay, so I'm pretty sure I have a marble. I'm going to use a marble to communicate with I Pal. I think... Yes, yeah, I have a marble, fine, but you've been such a jerk about the marbles. I have actively tried to not have one. Yeah, this which just the, makes things harder. Okay, yeah, you have a marble. I'm going to call Pal. Okay. Um, so after a few moments, uh, the marble stops flashing in your hands and you hear Pal's voice. Now it's been a while since I did Pal's voice, so, okay, I think it's just, it's like really placid. Hello. Shira, is it? Yes, it's Shira. How 
are you? I've been better. How how are you? Oh, I'm very sorry to hear that. It's okay. I Is there anything I can do? I'm having trouble with a forest growing around my house nonstop, and I'm pretty sure fairies are part of the involvement. I would like to know if I could hire you to assist in dealing with it. Hmm. Well, while your problem may have its roots in fey magic, it is a broad field, to say the least. I understand. I could perhaps connect you with someone who could help, but I do feel, given our previous good-natured relationships, I should warn you. Dealing with fairies, even those benevolent, such as myself, and my friends, can be unpredictable at best. Oh, I know. The problem you solve today could lead to another down the road. Shall I still contact them? Yes, please. Very well. Will there be anything else? No, that should be it. Thank you, pal. Are you sure you wouldn't like to come over for tea? Um, yeah, I'll stop by. I just need to, uh, make it so that my house doesn't get engulfed by a forest first. We'll be expecting you then. All right, thank you. And it ends. I just realized, John, you just made a promise to a fairy, so... What, to go eat, drink tea with pal? Yeah, That's yeah, fine. Yeah, you did. That's I'll fine. Do, that. do you, still- you remember what Will of the Wisps are? Like, what they do? That's you, fine. It's, go it's, to drink tea with it might be fine. It's not that it's, big of a deal. It's, it's only not a big deal as long as you hold to your promise. Also, I mean, there wasn't a timeline, was there? Yeah, there wasn't. There wasn't agreed, like, I'm not going, I didn't say, pal, I'll be there tomorrow. It said, when I'm done dealing with this fucking forest around my house, I would love to have tea with pal. Okay. Don't die. Well, if I die, this means I come back forever to be tortured, to drink tea with pal. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you're finished with your phone call. Yep. Then I'm going to wait for Pal's communication with their the person. You will be waiting for... Pal said they would contact someone. They'd not say when this was going to come here. To, yes, but the problem is it. if I leave my home, they may try and intercept me and you, I will be gone. You do... You're talking about fairies here. They they will get to you. Also, if someone comes to your house, Nettles can always send like a bird to yes. yell at you. In reality, all that like you asked for Pal to send someone to deal with it. Yeah, someone is coming to deal with it. Okay, you don't have to be here for that to happen. All right, I'm gonna give uh, Nettles. Here's 800 gold to pay. The person that Pal is sending to figure out what's going on with the fairies. Um, please have them inform me of what they're going to do before they do it. And take this extra 200 gold and use it to find George. Um, of course, madam. I am going to go look for him now. For a little bit. But I am currently, as Dweezil would say, throwing money at a problem right now. And I need to go deal with the incredible problem that we've been dealing with for probably the last, you know, two years. I mean, one day. I've, longer than two years. Okay, so. Um, 
Okay, so you want to go out. What do you want to do? Go out into the woods. Okay, so you step out into your front yard. And (laughs) (laughs) as you step past the um, the lintel of your uh, front door, you are immediately just face first in a wall of like dense, sticky foliage, sap already being to seep into the folds of your cloak. You can hardly move. It's so thick. You just, called me. I could just set it on fire. I can set <laughs> things on fire too. It's not that hard. I can make a wall of fire. <laughs> I can really disrespect this whole forest very quickly. That's my job as a druid. <laughs> this is or like Dana's like heaven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, She'd be like, "How did you grow this whole forest so quickly? Share me, just do it. Out give me your waste. secrets. <laughs> Come gonna, curse everything." I'm gonna just walk around the forest and try and find George. I'm gonna yell his name out a couple times. George, George. Georgie boy, where are you? Yes, John has become. I need my sweet tea, George. You like boy. you like transmigrified from like an old English gentleman. <laughs> Into like a decrepit southern landowner. <laughs> Why can't I be both? And now you're like, I like something else entirely. Oh, oh, I was gonna say like, want a red balloon, Georgie? Come on, Georgie. Oh gosh, <laughs> it's bad. Anyway, okay. So, um, you begin wandering through the forest. Um, are you? How are you moving through it? Hmm. It's because it's very dense. It's very difficult to move through at any speed, um, especially when you're just like pushing your way through it. Mm, hmm. Climb on the trees. Use the tree branches. Okay. Um, how high up do you want to climb? Climb. I'm gonna high enough that I can get to tree to tree. So not all the way to the top, probably mid level. Okay. So you grab onto the trees and like climb your way up to I wish I could remember the names of the different parts of tree climate. The mezzanine? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the mezzanine right. Yes. Um so you pull yourself up like halfway up the tree where um it's still very thick, but because you're not near the ground level, a lot of like the lower level shrubbery that sort of chokes everything has begun to thin out, um, giving you at least space to move your arms. Um, and the, the forest and swing. You're not Tarzan, but um, it is like such a dense forest that like basically every tree is within like leaping distance of the next tree. But I'm not sure how fast you are going to be moving that way either. Like, I'm not sure this is going to speed you up versus being on the ground. I was going to say, I do have second story work, which is particularly for that. That I mean, that life. does act like, um, I think it just means, like, I'd be like, oh, yeah, you just use that as a skill. Like, yeah. you're, you're skilled at doing this. Um, I still think it's generally slower to have to leap from a tree to another tree. That's fine. I'm, but is it slow on the ground or is it slow up top? Like it's, it's slow, slow either it's slow way. No matter what, except here you have the danger of falling and breaking your neck. But you do have second level work, so like probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. so you're just going to hop from tree to tree like a very tall monkey. Yes. Okay. So you just begin like leaping from tree to tree. Your hands like scratched and covered with like sap. 
um, moving around. He uses sap to stick to things. Yeah, that's how sap works. Um, I also have a climbing kit, too. Well, you can put that on now, but you didn't use it before. Okay. Well, Would you like to put it on now? No, because my hands are all sticky and covered in sap. I mean, it'll be really gross, like but, it. you know, it's not going to really affect. Um, If I feel like I need it, I will, but for the time being, no. I mean, you're doing fine. Like, yeah. these are trees. Like, they are rough. They have many handholds compared to, like, other stuff. You don't probably need yeah. to. Um, so you're just sort of leaping from tree to tree, uh, calling out for George as you go? Yep. Okay. Um. You leap from tree to tree, calling out for George, and as you uh, leap out, um, you realize, like mid jump, that you have leaped out, and there is no, there is no tree. You're not jumping to any tree. Okay. You uh, thought you were, and now you realize you're not. What's below me? Death. Branches okay. like shrubbery. Like, is there anything above me? Uh, the boughs of the forest. There's any branches or no? Oh, yeah, the bow. They're boughs. Yeah, they're okay. all branches. So then I create a water whip and use it to grab onto one of the branches. Okay, roll a. Um, guess it would just be really easy to hit. So just do a 10. 15. Okay. Um, so you quickly create a water whip, lash out, and like um, tether yourself to the roof, and you're hanging there suspended. Um, use it to like swing to the nearest branch that's near me. Okay. So you swing back and forth a little bit and then manage to like land on a larger branch ahead of you. Goddamn fairies. Um, do I hear anything? Do I see any like things going around me? Um,. No, you hear the sounds of the forest, um, small insects, the sounds of birdsong, the rustlings of leaves that could be anything. Um, though at this point you're probably a little like uh, suspicious of any noises, especially rustling that isn't clearly attributed to anything. Hmm. I'm going to f- climb to the ground. Uh, you go to climb to the ground, letting yourself off of the branch you're on and dropping down. Um, and find, and then all of a sudden you are disoriented and shocked when you swing back out into the open. What? Exactly. I, I wanted to provoke that what feeling. Um, when you let go of the branch. Yeah. When, when you let go of the branch to drop down to the one below you, you yeah. simply swing away. And you realize that uh, you are still on the whip. But of course you would have just let go of it for. But you notice that in a way that is completely like um, against the nature of this thing that you create and control. The whip is tied to your wrist. A ghostly apparition must have did it. You must be ghost riding the whip. (laughs) Um, Continue. And then Dweezil dies. <laughs> and Raphael has to make a new character. Raphael is just. No, not Dweezil dies. Raphael dies. <laughs> okay. So, what is the. So, the whip is attached to me now? It's like tied on your wrist. 
as so if it was just a normal whip. So it's tied to my wrist, but was it tied to, tied to the tree? Is yeah. someone holding it? It's tied to the same spot where you whipped it. What the hell? I'm going... It's, is it a whip now or is it still made of water? It's still made of water. It's just not dissipating. Uh, can I break it so it turns to ice? Oh, do you, would you? Do you mean? Would you like to turn it to ice so you can break it? Yeah. Okay. So you just turn the i the whip to ice where your wrist is and break it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. So you turn the whip to ice uh, near your wrist, like watching the ice shoot up along its surface. And as it does so, you just reach up and like snap it off. Uh, and you, of course, you break away from the whip and you begin falling again. Create another water whip and stop myself. Okay, you create another water whip and then just lash it upwards to like a foot over from the one that you previously had, which now hangs there like a branch made of ice. Hey, I'm trying not to die right now, so... Okay. Yeah, you just well, I progressively die. keep lowering yourself exactly. down one breath at a time. Yeah. Do I grab it, or should I roll? No, it's fine. It's really such an easy roll. I'm not okay. really sure. I should really make you... Do that, doing that until I hit the ground. If it keeps, like, doing this weird, like, gripping on to me. No, you're just holding on to the whip right now. All right, I'm trying to get to the ground, so I'm going to keep doing... Like, I'm, I, Am I close enough to the ground now, or is there no ground? No, you just only went down like five or six feet or something. Okay, but like how high was I in the trees? How high have you been? I mean, we were kind of vague about it, but I think you, let's say you're like, uh, you're like 60 feet up. Now I'm 60 feet up? Uh, Generally, probably around like 55 feet. You didn't really go down very far right then. Okay, then I'm going to... Let go of the whip, let myself free fall, and then whip at like 20 feet to another branch. Like, rough estimate. Okay. So, uh, you just let yourself free fall, and you're sort of like smacking into like thin branches as you go. Um, Just like scraping at your face, knocking you, really being more annoying than causing any real damage. Uh, You take your whip, and like like lash it out like a new one at a branch and it as it goes out um it simply passes through the branch that you aimed at <clears throat> you know what fuck it i'm just gonna take the damage what's the worst that can happen death no 30 a 60 feet fall is not death 60 feet fall is, it is not death it's 1d 10 2d 10 Per thirty feet. Every after the first ten feet it's one D six for every additional ten feet. Okay. So, so it would be five D six. Five D six. It might even be the first ten feet, but I feel like that is the case and I, I thought like, it was ridiculous. Well, I think it, it, the rules say that you take damage after the first ten feet, but that's ridiculous. Well the third edition rules do say that you don't take damage after the first ten feet and I don't know. No, I think we we read the rules once for falling, like, 5th edition, and I feel like you started taking damage after 10 feet, which seems silly. It, it is. 
but I could be wrong. Um, so you just let yourself fall. You just, you just over it. You just fuck this. Well, there's fine. N- this, it's not going to work because obviously the fairies are fucking with me. So that also means the trees might not even be real. <laughs> oh my God. She's just in Hades town mode. Oh my God. Speaking of Hades town mode, this is a complete like departure. Not really though. They are actually making um, a Hades town uh, Broadway show. Based on the nightmare that you put us through? No, it's based on what the name of it is based on, which is a modern folk album uh, of the Orpheus myth. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. Neat. I, I thought wow. it was cool. Um, also, I don't even know if the world I'm in right now is real at yeah. this point. Oh my God, Shira. Shira's just become completely um, existential at this point. Um you continue falling, and you're just like, whatever, fuck it. I don't even know if any of this is real. Maybe I won't even die. Maybe I won't <laughs> Maybe break I'm both my dreaming. legs. Maybe I'm sleeping. Yeah. Fucking who knows? You know, I'm going to wake up, and my family's going to be alive, and my sister will give me a kiss on the cheek, and everything will be hey, okay. you know what? My life's been pretty fucking weird recently. All of a sudden, my whole family's part of some crazy secret society that I knew nothing about. Nettles doesn't really know much about it either. But all of a sudden, everyone else fucking knows about it. Well, everyone except you and your family. Poor Shira. All she knows is banking. Um, so uh, you just continue Fuck. to plummet, and then you hit the ground. And instead of both your legs snapping out from under you like dry twigs, you hit the ground and are suddenly like buried up to your waist in thick, heavy mud. As you hit the ground, completely safely and okay, <laughs> but oh, this is gross. I'm just gonna scream. Just make a horrible, just as large loud noise. As humanly possible, elvenly possible. Just gonna scream and just mm-hmm. throw my fists in the air in anger. You go to throw your fists in the air, but because of how you landed, they are also partially buried. So you have to slowly pull them out of the mud while screaming, so you can lift them over your head and like vent your frustrations. I'm gonna create a water axe out of this fucking shitty mud and try and get myself out. So you're going to make an axe out of the mud oh, no, to carve yourself axe, out of the mud. An axe staff and then push myself out. An axe staff? I mean a staff. I was I mean, like, yeah, a, okay. A pole. Yeah, you can make a pole. And try and push myself out of the mud. Okay, yeah. You use the mud itself because it's very watery. Um, Just make a big, gross brown staff and use it to like leverage yourself out of the mud. Yeah. The entire bottom half of you is just one solid loamy brown where you're just just like painted with mud. It's just fucking my life. It's just disgusting. It's disgusting hell. Hey, you're the one who caused this. This is your fault. How the fuck is this my fault? <laughs> what did I do? Who did I anger for the trees to appear? I don't know. Well, you've angered Maybe a- some fairies? Yeah, you've angered a lot of who fucking people, Who did I anger? Hmm. But which fairies? no. What did I ever do wrong? Which, but I'm saying I don't even fucking know. Yeah, I- so the thing is you've angered so many people that you can't even pinpoint who it is you pissed off. I'm just yelling into the forest. Just, what did, what do you want from me? And just throw my shitty frozen water bowl into the forest. You just throw your shitty mud pole into the forest. It's just waiting for some sort of response. Like anything. No response. Except you think, maybe. You're not sure, because at this point you just kind of feel like you're 
hearing and seeing things, you feel like you might just barely hear the sound of laughing at the edge of your like, <laughs> edge of your hearing. Underneath like the sounds of the bugs and the birds. I'm glad it's a big joke to you, you f- shits. Shira's literally never read a story ever. Alright, I'm gonna stomp around the forest for a little while, hoping that I either find my house or find something. I don't know at this point. I'm completely lost. Did you leave breadcrumbs or anything? No. I have no idea where I am in this fucking forest now. I am so fucked. Okay. After, um, after like 10, like 15 minutes of just stomping around angrily, you like simply stumble out of an edge of the forest and you're out on the streets of the Tartan Quarter. Um, the long white alabaster roads and walkways glittering under the sun, the courts in them a sparkling array of light. Um, you yourself, however, are n- anything but sparkling and pristine. You are covered in mud, leaves stuck the entire half of your bottom like some sort of strange plant-based fawn. Um, you, like... Like uh, stumble out onto the street, uh, leaving like sticky footprints as you move forward on the clean white streets. Probably gonna get fined for that. I'm gonna go walk back to headquarters. Okay, so you go to headquarters. I'm assuming you're gonna take like some kind of transportation so you get there. Nope, I'm just gonna walk. Okay. Um, Angrily, I need some time to cool off <sighs> and to dry off. Yeah. Okay. Sapphire Melody. Uh, I cleaned the stuff. It's all gone now. So. It's all gone now. Your place is pristine. Everything is organized. What did you do with all of your excess craft product? Uh, it can it, be useful to keep scraps for later ideas, but I'm not sure. These might not last. I mean, the blood dried, so I think I was just going to like toss it in like a dumpster or something. I don't know. Okay. So the you, rain dumpster. <laughs> you just go outside and find your own body dumpster, yep. really. Uh, you head over the dumpster and just, like, toss it over uh, where it lands inside. Okay. That's done. Yeah. Um, I want to go talk to my siblings real quick. And I'm going to bring those three boxes that got left okay. with me. To write this down. Uh, so I'm just gonna head to. Actually, I should probably just go back to Logger's Pool real quick and pick Mezzo up because they said to come back in the morning. Yes, but you can't real quick go back to Logger's Pool and real quick come back. That's uh, that involves a massive amount of in-game time to leave one borough and then come back to another borough. I mean, I was thinking about skipping talking to my siblings. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Logger's Pool. Okay. Uh, are you taking your own personal traveling service or something else? Uh, yeah. I don't like that. Uh, the new the new trolley. That's the new bad. Trolleyman. It's a bad one. Well, I mean, now yeah, now it's now it's no longer trolleyman. Now it's Hickory. Now you know his name. Yeah. You've leveled up your social 
God, what is that? Social link? Yeah, your social link. Um, okay. So, you call um, Hickory, and after a few moments, the personal trolley of Morty's boy shows up, its bright red surface clashing and melding with the uh, plants that make up half of its uh, body. The door opens, and uh, the trolley man looks down at you, his face a glowering mass underneath his hat. Mmm, I smell blood on you. Oh, I the smell of, dis- of disposing of those that came for you. The smell of bodies hidden in the dark. Oh, hidden no. where no one can find them. Hidden you, out of sight. You can smell that? You can always smell it. Others can smell it too. But they don't know what they're smelling. You put them on edge. They feel the death in you. Oh, no. On your hands. Under your fingernails. Roxanne, I can keep doing this forever. Please stop me. Okay. Uh, I'll just get Uh, on and check under my fingernails to see if there's You check under your fingernails. Now, you clean them pretty good. Like, Oh, he's just very perceptive to this. I mean, he is another robot. He's, you know, he's not a meat person. Yeah. He's very good at these things. Mm -hmm. Very good. Most likely other meat people won't be able to smell it, though. He's exaggerating. Probably. Yeah. I don't smell like death. Yeah. No, of course not. <laughs> Nobody gets unnerved when they're near you. That's not a thing that happens. No, I'm nice. Yeah. Okay, so going to Logger's Pool. Okay, so you get taken to Logger's Pool and you step out into the burrow of uh, fishermen and boats, your feet plopping down into the heavy mud that covers the surface of almost everything, the smell of boats sailors and decaying plant matter assaulting your nose as you step out into the dock city um uh hickory like pulls away leaving you there in lager's pool okay i'm just gonna head right back to yuri's place okay so you head back to yuri's place and um it lies in front of you, the large uh, half circle of sheet metal um, in front of you, half rusted, battered. Um, and inside you hear the large banging and like loud noises that are just constantly emanating from it. Well, I guess I'll just go in because uh, it's daytime now. and It is daytime, though the oddest thing is how quiet Logger's Pool is right now. It's still quiet? It is. Uh, Especially Logger's Pool is strange because every time you've been here, you know, this is a very business-oriented district. Lots of, like, sailors, lots of boat working, lots of movement. Nothing is happening. All the boats in the harbor are unmoving. No people are out. You are the only person out and in town as though it's been abandoned. And in fact, really, the only noise you can hear above the slow, um, undulating sound of dock water against the docks themselves is the noise and clanging of Dr. Praetorian's lab. It's a kind of nice change. I like how quiet it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm not very bothered. I'm okay. just going to go right into Yuri's place. Okay. You um, open one of the large metal doors and head inside. It's heavy underneath your hands, which you manage to open it and pull it shut again. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, inside... Uh, you are 
met with the large piles of junk garbage, massive shelves covered in various um, indiscernible uh, technology. And you make your way through the whole building carefully, picking Mm -hmm. your way through garbage, a maze, a pathway through untidiness until you find yourself in the middle where Dr. Praetorian is again working underneath uh, his massive tarp, his long, thin, stretched out body angling to and fro like a spider moving across um, its nest, working diligently. When you describe him, I usually think of the the guy from uh, Spirited Away. I was just wondering if like, yeah. (laughs) The long, weird arms. Okay, um, I just want to like kind of peek around. So you peek around a little, um, I guess just seeing what it is you can see, mm-hmm. at least before, like, you know, while he's not paying attention to you, and yeah. you can get a good look at what's going on. Um, it's just more like um, machines that you don't understand exactly, mm-hmm. um, objects contorted with purpose that is unknown and unknowable. Uh, and at this point, you also start to spot something you hadn't spotted before. Oh. In between the machines, sometimes nestled within their folds of metal gears and wires, you see various bits of organic material, slabs of meat, hmm. gray with preservatives, uh, eyeballs, sliver of bone grafted to metal with heavy screws through the marrow. All things that you, of course, have no problem with. Yeah. You being you. Um, How resourceful. Yes. You're like, huh, preservatives. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting. (laughs) Uh, So I guess then I'll be like, greetings, Yuri Batorian. Oh, Hello. You have returned so soon. Only barely have you left. Uh-huh. You said to come back in the morning. And I, I did. It is the morning now. Oh. He, he looks over at the wall where there is, in fact, no window. As though he's checking out the window. He could have a clock. And, what? He could have a clock. Yeah, they, no, there's no clock there. Okay. He's just looking at the wall. Huh. And he looks back. Oh, dear. You're right. How time passes when one is elbow deep in the mysteries of life. Uh-huh. Where's my friend? Did you... You're... Oh, fuck. God, I my hear my eyes. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Okay. Um, your, your friend... Yes, the small one with many eyes. Oh, you have a, you have attachment to it. Oh, I see. That is unfortunate. What do you uh, mean one unfortunate? One moment, please. I asked you to make it more suitable for them. Indeed, I have made it more suitable. I'm just going to stand there and wait for him to... So he, like, jumps down from the, uh, like, large tarp that he's working on. And 
uh, he begins like stalking around the room, moving from place to place, grabbing different things, his long spindly fingers, turning them end over end, fiddling with them, and then putting them back down. He moves with an agitated, nervous energy, oh, his no. eyes darting around, his lips every so often, the edges twitching into smiles with his barely contained excitement. I'm very worried about this. Um, and he, he he just begins like talking uh, about different things about um, suitability and how it was perfect, so perfect. This just brought in and dropped in his lap the most suitable of bodies, um, what? the most perfect technology. Um, so he's kind of talking about this. He kind of reiterates the same points over mm-hmm. and over as anyone who gets kind of obsessed about things does. Mm-hmm. And then um, it, it feels like he could do this forever, really. Mm-hmm. He's just kind of moving around like this. I guess I will try to grab one of his spindly arms mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to intimidate him into getting Mezzo over here now or I'm going to hurt him kind of thing. Okay, roll intimidate. Uh, I'm good at intimidation. Uh, I thought you... Yeah, you are good at it, aren't you? I thought... Mm-hmm, I'm... I got an unnatural 20. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, as you, like, do this, as your cold eyes stare into his... Your hand gripping his, digging into the flesh just enough to remind him that bone means nothing to you. Mm-hmm. Um, he is shocked out of his reverie and uh, begins nodding. Yes, yes, you are right. One moment, please. Uh, he walks over to the tarp and pulls it away, pulling it up, throwing it as though it was simply a wad of silk. It flutters in the air. And inside, you see what he was working on. No. Um, there is a... Um, sort of... There's a young woman underneath, surrounded by a machine um, that is so uh, dense with uh, parts. Uh, so strange and twisted and... It, it almost has an organic look, the way that the things have been welded together, mm. the way heat has um, burned and melted the various components together, mm-hmm. and yet still they move. Still it functions and twists like a living thing around the cold, gray, what you realize now, corpse of a young woman in the middle. Oh. Um, various... Uh, Various stitches along her uh, body in a perfectly symmetrical fashion um, that make very little sense. Uh, except in their, like, symmetry Except in stuff? their symmetry. Huh. Um, and, after a, and after a moment, uh, like, uh, Dr. Praetorian turns to you, his face beaming with pride. He says, I have done it. Do you see? I mean, for meat, it's very pretty. 
I guess. It is beautiful. A masterpiece. Perfection. But is anyone in there? <laughs> is anyone in there? <laughs> of course. Oh, that's mm. good. Anyone. Perhaps you could say, no, anyone is not in there. What? This whole time, I thought how to make it, how to stitch that which no needle can penetrate, how to attach that which cannot be touched. And then you brought it to me. Oh no. A bridge, something neither here nor there, a needle to pass through the eye of the soul. Oh. So the tools I brought you were helpful. Oh, yes. Very oh, no. helpful. Thank you. Thank you so much. Huh? So. Where's my friend? Oh, right here. Oh, okay. I guess we'll go. Will、of she wake course.、Up? They only need to hear the voice of someone they know, calling them back to this world. They have been traveling.、Mm -hmm. I have such a horrible feeling about this. <laughs> What did you think was going to happen? I didn't think. You didn't think. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, exactly. And, period. And I didn't think. I didn't. I should have been more specific. Oh, well. Literally, this guy—you asked this guy for a phone, like the fucking fourth session. He gave you something that explodes. Like, well, then, then the sculptor guy said, "Here's someone who makes dolls." That sounded good. I mean, you'd seen <laughs> other, more other of his work. Like, perhaps no, there、haven't. was a stylistic element being carried through his creations. Oh well, as long as this meat is like preserved properly, it seems like it'll be fine forever. Forever. Yeah, fuck it.、Uh -huh. It's not gonna murder you in your sleep and take your robot parts. No, no family、friends. doesn't murder each other, John. You're forgetting. Yeah, that's yeah, that's never.、Happened. Yeah, Sapphire <laughs> and Melody very clearly set that up.、Oh, family、okay. doesn't murder each other. Yeah, friends don't murder each friends other. Friends don't murder. That's what it means. Because if you do, then you're not friends. Exactly. Oh, that's just, you just say it, and that's how it works.、Uh -huh. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh, okay. Dear. Okay. So, what are you doing? I'll just call to this corpse. Not corpse. Uh, wake up, Mezzo. It's time to go. Okay. Um, as you uh say that, um, the young woman's like eyes open up, and as her eyes open, like, uh, an uncountable amount of eyes like open on the rest of her face. Oh. And uh,、Aww. she. Like gets up and walks over to you with the same sort of precocious stumbling as Mezzo. Oh, how does that feel? Your new body. Um, what you guess is Mezzo reaches up and is like grabbing at their face and pulling at it in different directions,、hmm. making a confused look. I don't know. Well, maybe you need some time to just. Think about it and get used to your new shape, right? I, yes. Time helps 
with stuff like this, right? Does it? I think so. Right? You're a Praetorian? Oh, yes. Time heals all wounds. Oh, no. Brings old feelings back. Things written into the bones. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very normal. Very normal indeed. Uh, for meat people, I guess. Yeah. You're just like, this is normal, right? Yeah. Some meat people are born in twisted, like, eldritch machinery and dark. Some people just have 40 yeah. eyes. Yeah, 40 eyes. It's 25. Yeah. 25 eyes. I'm sorry. Some people just have 25 <laughs> eyes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. Oh, I probably should have, like, prepared new clothes for her, but I don't know. Well, she's wearing she... some clothes right now. It's, like, yeah. dusty brown and, like, gray clothes. Well, don't worry. The corpse that he stole had clothing on it already. Well, maybe he borrowed it after they were dead. Yeah. I mean, once the soul isn't in there anymore. Soul's not using it. It's gone. Yeah. It's a empty vessel. Yeah. Just recycling, really. Yeah, recycling is good, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Okay, bye. I guess we're going to go now. Goodbye. I hope that time comes swiftly. What does that mean? <laughs> time? <laughs> okay, so yeah. where are you going? Uh, just like back to HQ to meet up with everyone else? Um, I need her to match me more so i'm gonna go clothing shopping and okay. then i'll wander back to so hq we're just gonna un yeah. we're not playing that yeah. you do that okay over to um you pia mm. okay so you uh make your way back to your uh house in the t- house back to your tent, tent your tent in the tent city outside the wall winding your way through the still silent uh tent city um the various smells of cooking around you, of people still just, you know, having their morning breakfast. Um, though many, though often you see like small plumes of smoke rising from corners and edges of tents cracked open. Mm. Um, and everyone trying to be as quiet as possible. A single bird chirps in the air and it is deafeningly loud compared to the sounds of the morning here in the quiet tent city. You eventually find yourself to the small cul-de-sac where you find your home. Uh, Something about the way the tents cluster around here means that this area is just a slight bit more insulated from the rest. And there are several people out right now uh, clustered around a couple of embers in the campfire uh, sharing a drink from just... Uh, an unknowable, like, pale white drink. Mm. I gotta stay focused this time. <laughs> As you're walking <laughs> over, um, one of them, a thin, wiry, uh, mottled, blue-skinned orc offers you uh, a drink. I'm gonna take it. You take it and you sip at it. It is a sweet um, drink that tastes of uh, cinnamon. Mm. Wait, it's white and it tastes like cinnamon? Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah, I know what it we, is. We were literally like, you know, I was like, oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that's what good. it is. <laughs> Anyone listening has had horchata. It's yeah, very good. It's very good. Um, 
I am going to put my moss by my tent and then start planting a circle of trees around our tent area. Okay. You spend several minutes carefully planting the trees. Um, I'm going to let... I'm going to roll for you. Okay. Uh, what's your knowledge, nature, skill? Do you even have one? I do not. Okay, so what's your intelligence modifier? Wow. <laughs> yeah, best you whatever. <laughs> so I'm proficient in intelligence, right? This so, isn't an, this is uh, not a save. Just the plus thing on yeah, there? Yeah, it's just the plus thing. Uh, I have a plus four. Wow, okay, you're very smart. I am very smart. I rolled the wrong dice. <laughs> I rolled a d12. Okay. So you um, spend some advantage on intelligence saves. It's not a save. Darn. (laughs) So you um, take some time carefully planting each plant, covering its roots slowly, um, being gentle with it, knowing that this is the start of your journey. Uh, They're only seeds, by the way. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Covering each seed carefully, knowing that this is the journey, the start Mm -hmm. of the reclamation of the tartan wastes, the birth of the tartan forest. Mm. This, is a, this is a very important moment. As you finish, you walk back and held up by the gravity of this moment, you, uh, you hold, a, hold a small moment of silence, which is pretty easy right now, um, at the, yeah. the sober reality of what's going on. Yeah. Your uh, friends around the campfire sense something important is happening and they... They quiet a little bit as well, and you all sit there, reverent to the moment that has passed. Mm. All right, it's still morning, right? Yes, yes it's it's early. You just yeah. woke up, yeah. Okay, um, I'm gonna head back then to, um, well, I don't, I guess headquarters because that's just where <laughs> I first started. So I was like, I gotta go find those people again, and I'll put my. Oh god! Oh god! I sat like an idiot. Fine. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I was like, what the hell is that face? It's me like <laughs> undoing my legs from underneath yeah. me. Uh, I'm going to keep my seeds with me. Uh, okay. uh, I'm going to leave that one random plant that I pulled up at Rilt's tent because he was nice. Okay. So yeah, you the one that you pulled up, you plant in front of Rilt's tent and then you're heading to HQ? Yes. Okay. So we're going over to HQ and joining everyone together. Thank God. Now, <laughs> turn, the turns will actually move at a reasonable pace now. <laughs> Can I take this moment to say if anybody's not going to eat that cookie, I'm totally going to eat, eat it. Eat the cookie. I, I mean, okay. I felt like you were the one that was going to eat it because you were the one asking about cookies earlier. So I was like, Dana probably wants the last cookie. Um, so uh, you all sort of meet up at HQ at the same time, uh, walking in as uh, both of you, Ragna and Dweezel, are sort of waking up and uh, making your way out into the main area like sleepily opening your eyes and smacking your lips, getting off the dry taste of late night combat out of your mouth. It's like a hangover, but yeah. I mean, also I actually have a hangover. <laughs> oh yeah, you do actually have a hangover. Did we just go it's to sleep? A, I, I would imagine I, what would we have done afterwards. I don't, yeah. think, I don't know if we actually did anything I, afterwards. I think you finished, threw it in the trash. I mean, that's what I would have done. Yeah, I think I just assumed, which is probably not a good thing for me to do, but I was just like, Trying to get everybody together. What else would I fucking do? Yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So you're both like in the main room. Dweezel looks like hell. Like he is just like sort of hunched over in the sofa, like moaning slightly in pain from his hangover. 
Uh, and you're you're feeling pretty good this morning. You're thinking about making a nice omelet. I don't know. Whatever you want to do in the morning. Of course I'm going to make an omelet. I love eggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You make yourself just like... Oh, just the eggiest omelet. You make like an egg yolk omelet, just Go, bright, right. bright yellow. So dry. <laughs> so dry. The driest omelet in the world. <laughs> My mouth sticking together. Oh, so good. So- <laughs> I'm just eating tempera paint over here, guys. Don't mind me. <laughs> I wonder if anyone has ever eaten tempera paint to stave off death. Probably. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> what the that f- would- poverty-stricken artist ate tempera paint, and also I'm going to say that it was already mixed with, like, something poisonous. <laughs> yeah, like fucking cadmium. Um, so, uh, Ragnar, you're finishing, like, a, a wonderful, like, vegetable omelet, mm-hmm. just the size of an entire plate. Yeah. And, yeah, they all they all come in as you're enjoying, like, a really heavy, like meal like right in front of Dweezel who's just suffering just even smelling it like making him feel sick sorry man um, no, I just I, I eat half of it you eat oh, half you. of a, a heavy ass omelet when you're hungover gotta get something in that stomach so you can puke it out no I made a second omelet for him okay so you're I'm both really good friends you are just you guys you guys are really bonded something. over your fight of shadows <laughs> and being <laughs> muscle like Totally just whatever, dump this thing in the, in yeah. the trash. You dumped whatever. a corpse together. You can't not be friends after that. That's true. It is a bonding Muscle experience. brothers. All right, so these losers <clears throat> come in? Yeah, these losers all come in kind of at the same time. And you're all Some here. losers? Yeah. We've been busy killing. We Did you also uh, kill someone last night? Because we did. <laughs> <laughs> it's their post-kill meal. Yeah. I'm just walking afterglow. immediately to the shower. You know what I mean? Oh, I oh mean, you don't like, Yeah, Shira walks in. <laughs> don't is, go in there! Shira is trailing mud uh, and like looks like she ate her way through a forest. She's just covered in shit. I might have like bashed. A, you know what? Just go for it. Go ahead. Shira, you walk into the bathroom. You're going to need a second um, And there's curtain. like, it looks like someone like started painting the room with like india ink and then just stopped almost immediately there are long splotchy trails of black ichor across like half the surfaces of the room a torn ragged hole in the wall on the opposite end of the room doesn't it go outside yes it goes all the way through it's fine it still works just put another shower curtain up for the outside yeah (laughs) just like I'm going to walk through the hole in the building and go to the nearest. I don't think it's big enough. No. It's well, very small. All right. Not I'm, big enough for me, at least. I'm going to leave that building and go to the nearest place that has a wash and use that. You're in the middle of Helm. There's no such place. Just use the shower. The shower. Please use the shower because you all just got together. I'm literally going to leave and then come back for like 10 seconds. I need to bathe and not in the destroyed fucking... Maybe if Ragnar hadn't put a hole in it, I would do that. You know what? You weren't here Just last pin night. a towel up. Nobody's going to see anything. Anyway, I mean, like, there's no place. It's just like a tavern. Taverns are places that have rooms that you stay oh, in. That's and true. that. That's, that's yes, what that's taverns true. are. Yes. I'm literally walking into a tavern, throwing gold on the table and saying, please. Fine. You, fucking you, diva. Jesus. You do that and you take a shower because I, I would play this out, but I want 
the turns to move. That's fine. I'm just imagining Raggedy yelling, what a fucking diva! And like, <laughs> it's like this bathroom that's just like covered in shit and has a hole in the wall. Oh, we got a fucking princess here! <laughs> Literally looks like you mur- murdered a cartoon character. In there. I mean, we did, but you know... But I mean, isn't that like totally? You're too fucking good for this bathroom. She, that's what she thinks. Ragnar is so punk; he doesn't even understand how punk he is. <laughs> okay, um, so you you return back after a little while, having showered in like the dirtiest bar you've ever been in, but it was still less gross than like what your shower currently looks like. And since I'm in Helm, I'm going to just buy a new outfit. Okay, and then you buy a whole nother, like, sneaky thief outfit. Yes, and then come back. And you come back. Um, well, so you're all sitting here in the room. Shira's is mm. clean now. Is that the off-the-rack sneaky thief outfit? Oh, <laughs> shit. I can tell. Oh, wow. shit. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, <laughs> The discount collection. Um... You bought that at fucking JC Penney's. Yeah, you? seriously. It's the fucking like Macy's. Is it Macy's? Marshall's. Yeah, Marshall's. 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 Yeah. TJ Maxx. Someone TJ tried Max. to tell me that Marshall's was a good place to buy clothing, and I was like, I don't know what's wrong with you. <sighs> you hey, can get it cheap. No hating on brands here. Yeah. Like, get, get your clothes. Wait, Marshalls? Get, yeah, Marshalls is a good place to get clothes. Yeah, I mean, all the clothes. Do you know just, what Marshalls is? It's just I've like, never walked into Marshalls. Marshalls is a resale place, John. It's what? it's, it's just like they sell past season. Yeah, past season stuff. Past yeah, season. Who wants to wear past season stuff? John, have you ever wore current season stuff? <laughs> ever? <laughs> John, John just is Shira. Yeah. Like, ew. Who ew. would wear that? Disgusting. Yeah. Oh, poverty. I wear, I wear athletic poverty. wear, so it's always in season. No, actually. Uh, you don't think that Nike has like some like seasonal shit that they come out mm-hmm. with? God, John, get the fuck with the program. Seriously. Jesus. Did you know that H&M has nine seasons? Like, it is impossible to be current <laughs> on their season. Anyways. Nippy, a little bit cold. Getting yeah. rather warm. Mmm, a bit muggy. A bit muggy. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> the bit muggy season? That's the worst fucking season. That's the season I don't operate. I just shut down and stop doing anything. And you need the right clothes to stop... Operating. Yeah, to look hot when you're sweaty. Um, hmm. What are we gonna do now that we escaped um, actual hell? Well, why don't we just take a vacation now? Yeah, I think this should be the vacation episode. We all go to the beach. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you know it's not. Oh, finally, it's not like that. You beach felt like there was a thing coming that you were maybe no, very. Oh, right. Right. When is the funeral? Oh yeah. Isn't it today? <laughs> Um, is it today? Yes. It's today. Oh, I'm pretty shit. sure we can fit a beach episode. <laughs> well, that'll be the bonus. Has like the crescendo, like this. final fight at the beach. No, we need filler before the big thing happens. <laughs> yeah, everyone wants their fan service and we got to give it to them. Unfortunately, this is radio. So unless you just like moan for six hours into the mic, they're not <laughs> getting it. Challenge accepted. Ew. <laughs> All right. Why six hours, though? I don't know. It's just the time That's I came up with. what they crave. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> sure takes a really long time. Hey, guys, let's go pay me volleyball. Eh, I'm Yay! hitting the ball. Oh, 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 I oh. fell over in the sand. Well, you're going to do so much Foley work. Eh. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, what I time? got ice cream. <laughs> Where and what time? Yeah, what time is it now and what time is the funeral start? All you knew was that it was going to be in the morning. 
Okay, can I just like Google it or something? Like, yeah, totally. Time? Just check the Facebook event page. What time? Can we just ask Mortimer Krim? Should we go see him? Yeah. I feel like we wanted to confront him about being a dick bag. Yeah. I don't yeah, think we it's probably have time do to do that. Yeah, we have to give him front more. Uh, we have to give him yeah, his yeah. cut anyway, right? No, like, he takes no, he takes his cut before you even oh, start. He has even if, pay. Yeah, even if you even if you die, like he gets his cut. All right, he got yeah. his cut already. Yeah, they Venmo him way beforehand. So I guess we can go talk to him and see if he knows what's going on. Well, also we know that he knows more than he's well. Of course, been he does. Telling us. Why do you know that? Because everyone listening to the podcast knew that from day one. Yes, that's true. But I'm trying to think where where you got. I mean, there's been some investigation to Mortimer Krim, but I don't. I don't feel like there's been like a a damning moment or something. Has there? Have I forgotten something? Uh, There's been lots of suspicious stuff, but beyond that. I think just suspicious oh, stuff. Like, is well, this, there was is something this a court of law where if we can't no, no, no. fit him to the wall, we don't know I'm, that I'm he's not telling us I'm just trying to shit. remember like, if there's been anything. And I actually realized, yeah, there was something that I don't know if you guys remember, even though it was relatively recently. It was only two, <laughs> well, it was only two sessions ago. Memory. Two sessions ago? Yeah, it was only two something sessions ago. Something on Mortimer Krim? I feel like we know that... The, oh, the, the contract that... Um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Good. Roxanne <laughs> yeah. is really good at remembering stuff. Yeah, she really cared. I had my contract with the me. <laughs> what was it? The contract that Nun and Day offered us uh-huh. was similar to our original sign-on contracts. Oh, in some way. Well, do we want to go talk to him or just go right to to the funeral? Or well, we what? need to talk to him to see if he knows when the funeral is. We could talk to anybody to ask him. We don't specifically have to go to him. Yeah, but this is two birds and one stone. I wonder if he has any new jobs for us. I want more money. I mean, uh, all the jobs he had, like you've seen all those jobs at the start. Mm-hmm. Like, Wait, so. is there one more? I don't no, know. No, there were four that jobs, and he he gone through all of them. You've did, yeah, you've done all the you've done all your initial jobs. So technically, we, we don't even have to go to the funeral. We could just role play out at the beach, and we don't. Well, have to we don't do have anything. to work together yeah. anymore. We're not even a group anymore. Technically, there are no jobs waiting for you. Um, Wait, we're not even Morty's boys anymore. We're just no. You works. you do in fact still work. That's how it for works. Wait, if you work at like say a pizza place and nobody orders pizza, <laughs> you don't work one whole day. After yeah. everybody gets fired. Oh God. <laughs> That sort of is like a God, place, it's like, me, it's like the video game it. industry. It's like, oh, nope, no pizzas ordered today. Sorry, you're all canned. I mean, we're laughing, but that's literally the video game industry at this point. That's also pizza places, too. Okay. Oh, is, um, I didn't ask this before, but is like Mezzo about as tall as me or taller? Oh, or oh Mezzo? yeah, did Sapphire just show up with some oh, random new Mezzo is, <laughs> is like half a foot taller than you. Oh, okay. So I who's spit, your new I friend? I spit eggs across the room. Like, we've been just talking this whole time, and then I look, I go, <laughs> oh, what the hell? Excuse so, me. That's a really good noise. <laughs> so Sapphire, who's your new friend you found? Uh, this is Mezzo. She's just in nicer. Why more... is she like that? <laughs> what do you mean like that? Like you what? know what I mean. Maybe... Ragnar says, pointing to the gray stitched up corpse with twenty five eyes. Yeah, I'm a little over things having more eyes. Oh well, I guess she could probably learn to keep only two of them open at a time. Right? We have eyelashes. Why did you uh... bring a walking death metal album <laughs> to our base? 
This is Mezzo. You guys were fine with her before. Oh, we were? We weren't fine with her before. You just That's funny. It. I don't remember that happening. He gets more because it's like a purse dog and they didn't have to look at Mezzo. Yeah. I was Aww. more fine with Mezzo before. Does she have any new helpful abilities or something at least? Please tell me that she can help us in battle. Did you kill... I didn't this kill anyone. <laughs> persons? It seems to be. Is it? Does it look like more than one person was stitched together to make no. this thing? Okay. How, she just has gray skin. I don't know what you're talking about. What is the point of bringing her along? Because she could just cause. She's my distractions. friend. She's my friend. I mean, distractions for the enemy might be good. Mezzo, are you going to help us fight? Do you know any skills? Do you have uh, some some magic or some shit? You look like you have some magic. Can we tell what they are? Um, what? A corpse? <laughs> a corpse of what? Uh, so it appears... An elf. Mezzo appears to be in the body of a... Um, Somebody that's related to Shira. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not that. <laughs> A sort of a young witch. It looks like a uh, kind of like a half elf, but um, yeah, it, it looks like a half elf. There's something strange about their musculature, slightly um, but but no, she's they uh, they appear to be a half elf. Great. Hmm. My friend just changed shape a little bit. I don't understand why you guys are so. I think your friend out. should stay behind. Behind we don't where? need unnecessary distractions here. This place is weird, though. Look at that. Then send her okay. back to wherever you live. On her own? Then go drop her off. <sighs> I don't understand why you're so upset. <laughs> <laughs> this was definitely a person before. Where did you get the person from? Who knows and who cares at this what? point? I mean, I had... I went to that nice enchanter that to help uh you people have been not questioning sapphires toying with corpses since i didn't as if, as if shira didn't spend one episode carving somebody's face off shira i'm more afraid of you than i am afraid of sapphire ability at this point well so when she chill. turns you into a construct i will make sure to not say anything about it i mean sure that's fine. Robot muscle. That'd be cool. Maybe I can get like okay. some sweet like robot enhancements. Yeah. Should we go talk to to Mortimer? I guess. I bet you yes. he's not even fucking here. I probably not. We should going still check though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Upstairs. Okay. Going upstairs. So you guys head up the stairs. At the top of it lies the heavy door to Mortimer Crumb's office. An elaborate carved. Um, a depiction of nothing. Hmm? There is no door. There's simply an open um, path into the room. Is the door, like, removed, or does it look like it was broken, or what? Uh, you check Sapphire Melody where the hinges met the wall, mm-hmm. and it appears to have been, like, unscrewed and removed from the wall. Mm. That's Maybe weird. Maybe left. Uh, and took the door with him. I yeah. mean, the door had a valuable carving yeah. on it. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's my fall. My windfall is a door. Go go in the room. Okay. Is everything gone? You head into the room and everything is gone. 
<sighs> Except there are something new in the room. A note. Hey guys, sorry, I had to jump, <laughs> had to uh, skip town. Had to skip town. You know for how it reason. is. Yeah, you know. Had some stuff to Old do. town's about to explode. Didn't want to be here for that. Sorry, bros. Um, on the opposite side of the room are um five um mannequins of various sizes, solid unmoving objects of wood. And for a second, you all have a horrible reaction to it. You haven't had good interactions with people-shaped puppets, but they do not move. They simply stand there and do the one thing that mannequins are meant to do, hold up various incredibly fine formal outfits, each one sized perfectly for one of you. <gasps> Fashion oh, episode. Get my fancy on. Uh, are these our... our rewards for the last... No, they, they're not. I keep forgetting to give you what you yeah. need to. Re- I need to remember and yeah. I write those down. We probably need that before the impending final battle. Well, I don't think you're going to get to at the tower and start fighting until n- like next so episode, at the, at the very least. I, I know. So yes, you will get those. We got our cool outfits, though. I change into mine immediately. I just bought a new outfit. I'm not w- wearing this garbage that Krim left us. Fuck that. My outfit's better. Have fun trying to get into a fancy party without fancy dress. Yes, yeah, Shira. Jeez. You the should know about this respectful. more than Yeah, all of seriously. Us. How many... Oh, God, what's the name of that thing? I'm just right. It's etiquette. How many etiquette clothes. courses like, have you taken, it's Shira? It's like where the whole family's trying to go out for, like, you know... Sizzler? East, no, like Easter. Fucking Sizzler? Yeah. Easter brunch or whatever. Yeah, about the Sizzler. fancy Sizzler, guys. Make sure you wear your Sunday best. Do you remember Sizzler? No, I'm saying, like, I was trying to say fancy, and you brought a fucking Sizzler. I know, I'm making a joke. <laughs> well, share it. Sizzler. Wear your Sunday best. Go into Sizzler. Oh, my God. That just, like, wiped my joke from my mind. Make sure to leave the fold lines in your clothing. What the fuck? Why? No one would ever say that. Do you know how many fucking people I have met at fancy ass events that have fold lines in their clothes? A lot. No, like you mean like straight out of the package they yes. ironed it. Oh, yes, that's, that's interesting. I mean. Sorry. Okay. And I'm well, like, I was like trying a- to say that Sheer Snow is like the the teenage kid that they're trying to go to like Easter brunch or whatever, and then it's like, can you not wear your like My Chemical Romance yeah. shirt? Yeah, could and, you like please take your, off some of this? Like, can you? I'm just, pretty like, sure dress that Sheer nice? would outdress all of you, and you'd be like, Sheer, don't wear the really nice dress to the fucking Easter brunch. I highly doubt that. I think you're crazy. I, I really Shira's feel- mom would be like, can you just put on the, the like nice pink dress shirt, sweetie? And she's like, no, mom, oh, Whatever, mom. No. And then she If you get there. me a mimosa, I will. And this is when you're <laughs> underage, Shira. Arms you folded. can't have a mimosa. God damn okay. it, Shira. Um, I'm also going to break open the closet. <laughs> but like was always locked all the time. See if anything's left in there. I feel like you've gone into this we closet did. several times. Yeah, we did. I want to check. Like every single time, We're like the fucking closet. closet. But you've been in this closet like almost every time. Maybe this time, time, time there'll be something here. in there. Do we? I clobber the closet. Hey, 
if I was going to leave something here, it would be in the closet. So he, like, takes everything valuable, but for some reason he just leaves, like, the really cool shit in the closet yeah, for no reason. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah, you, you open the closet and it's Maybe. pretty much bare. When we moved, I forgot stuff under the, the bathroom sink. Nice. <laughs> I had to go back. It's a gift for the, the next yeah. people. Yeah. No, I took it. I went Housewarming. Back, yeah. <laughs> oh, on the walls there used to be like a bunch of um like trophies and ornaments yeah. and stuff. Does it look like um like are there any things that were used to hang those things on the walls remaining or are there any like marks where that used to be left? Yeah, sure. Okay. There there are like of course this the like hooks and stuff that they were hanging on. Okay. So this wasn't like a separate Never here all the time. Like a separate pocket dimension that we didn't realize it was a pocket dimension. I like how dimension. that's a reasonable concern. <laughs> well, um, with the door being gone, it yeah. feels like that could Fucking, been. who even knows if this world even exists anymore? <sighs> Burn it all to the ground. Um, yeah, so you, like, look, there's, yeah, the hooks are still there, there's markings, right, obviously there was stuff. Hmm. Um, the desk is still here, and there is a note on it. Oh, let's read the note. I'll read the note. Okay. <laughs> Both of you walk over the note and read it. Um, the note uh, is from Mortimer Krim. <laughs> well, hi there, everyone. Good job on that last mission. Knew you hadn't in you. Didn't doubt you for a second. I know that was a rough one, so I invited you all to a party. Come on over here. Aren't going to be any jobs for a little while, so might as well kick back, relax, eat some rich people's food. <laughs> you know how it is. See you at the party. Make sure you wear those outfits. Paid good money for those. I know a guy. Wow. Does he put the address to the party? Nope. Does he, are there invitations here? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, do the invitations we have the address on them? What does it say? Uh, yes, it's a central atlas. Oh, okay. It's a big okay. party. Mm. So, take my outfit and go downstairs. Also, uh... We're at, we're at time, so... Well, like how to... about... Well, then, how would you guys put on your outfits? Yeah. Hell yeah! Put on my outfit. Okay. Putting on your outfit, Roxanne, is... no? I guess so. Okay. Sorry, what were you saying, What Jen? does it look like? Also, your Namesa doesn't match with Well, uh, um, in general, I want you... You can keep that in your own mind. But you guys walk from HQ dressed in your new outfits. Slick. In a... In a semi-matching colors, uh, some of the finest, most well-fitted clothes any of you have ever worn. Oh, you're, not me. You're not dressed me. the nines. You can kill at a distance. You cause 3d6 jealousy damage just by standing there. <laughs> and you're ready to party. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.